let's get into it. I've had my coffee. I'm awake. Mm-hmm. We both got up early today to watch the Oscar nominations live. Yes. We haven't talked to each other about it. We haven't tweeted about it. This we is all fresh. Are coming in hot. <laughs> We're coming in heated. Oh my. So we're not going to talk about every single category. No, because that would be <laughs> We're going to talk ridiculous. about, yeah. Do you guys want like a 10-hour podcast? Because <laughs> if you do, we're down. But I don't think anyone else wants that. So uh, we're just going to talk about the categories that we care about the most. Yes. Um, and I also would like to preface this entire conversation with saying, listen, I know that the Oscar loves two things more than anything, and that's a white man in prosthetics yelling for two mm-hmm. hours and a movie that thinks that it's doing good for the racial injustices, but in reality is racist in and of itself. Um, so there's a lot of Green Book and Vice in, in these mm-hmm. nominations, and Han Loser and I haven't seen either of them. Yeah, because, uh, listen, I just can't make myself watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried. I just... Yeah. I uh, also, I just haven't seen them because I don't want to. And honestly, every single award season, it always comes down to two movies that I hadn't seen yet. Um, and am planning on, but am just very slowly putting it off. Last year, it was The Post and Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and Green Book, and you could literally stick those two in those categories. Yeah. Vice yeah, and basically. Green Book. <laughs> yeah. If you told me that I, you know, was seeing Vice and then instead I plopped into Darkest Hour, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> it's all the same. So, we have not seen those, um, but we know enough about them to know we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, so what categories are we discussing? We are going to discuss um, adapted screenplay, original screenplay, director, supporting actress, supporting actor, lead actress, lead actor, and best picture. So within each category, we are going to just talk about our general thoughts, just rant a little bit, Mm -hmm. maybe. (laughs) Um, And then we're going to pick one of the nominees to replace with a selection that we think, personally, deserves the nomination Yeah, more. a snubby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we'll each say which film or which nomination we think should win, um, and then who most likely will win. Because, as we all know, those tend to be very different things. Those almost never match up. <laughs> they almost never match up. Exactly. All right, so... Um, let's start with adapted screenplay All and then lead up to our best picture. Okay. Whew. So the nominees okay. for adapted screenplay were The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Yes. Okay. So why don't you go first? What would you replace and with what? Well, um... I think, is A Star is Born just adapted from the six other other A Star is Borns? Yes. A Star is Born is adapted from other A Star is Borns, and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is adapted 
from all of the other ballad of Buster Scruggs stories that the Coen brothers wrote. Yeah. Um, and I just would also like to point out with that small fact, the year that Whiplash won for adapted screenplay, the thing that it was adapted from was his own short film version script slash short story of the same thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the ways that you can be nominated for adapted screenplay, it's just wild. They're plentiful. Yeah. So what would you replace them with what? Okay, so I would replace Can You Ever Forgive Me, which got tons of nominations despite mm-hmm. literally no one in the entire world seeing it. I saw it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like otherwise. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw it on a whim. I literally have not heard a single human person speak about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I... replace it with Annihilation. Well, okay. I wrote the exact same thing. Good. <laughs> As someone who has seen Can You Ever Forgive Me, I would also like to replace it with Annihilation. Good. Can You Ever Forgive Me was just okay. Mm-hmm. Like... It, I think everybody was freaking out about it because Melissa McCarthy is actually, like, good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first not dumb movie she's done in a long time, so everyone freaked out a little bit. Hey, um, I'll defend Spy to the Death. Dude, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, she's good in it. Um, I almost fell asleep. The pacing was like really, really slow, and so mm. I think for a had the had, had that Oscars pacing <laughs> exactly um, for a screenplay nomination. I just think that Annihilation better deserves to be in this category. Than Absolutely, me. although I will say that there are not. I mean, the vast majority of nominees in this category I like. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, on should win and will win. Um, we put the exact same thing. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> should win is Be- If Beale Street Could Talk, which is adapted yes. from a novel by Barry Jenkins. Who do we the think The novel is by win? Barry Jenkins. <laughs> but Barry Jenkins did. No, I said it was adapted by Barry Jenkins. Adapted by. From a wow, novel. Wow, the English language is wild. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we said, we'll probably most likely win Black Klansman, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem um, with that, but it will probably win over Beale Street, and it should not. Yeah, I mean, Beale Street should definitely win, but I don't hate Black Klansmen yes. winning. Uh, even if it's just the Oscars voters being like, oh, this is a quote-unquote important story. We should vote for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. You know, Black Klansmen was good. How many of them um, do you think actually watched uh, Beale Street or Black Klansmen? <laughs> Uh, probably a total of, like, two, I would guess. That's, that's the number one thing I think that drives me crazy about the Oscars, is the movies that I think deserved it the most, I know they didn't watch. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't even think that they watch the movies that they vote for. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. The Oscars voting system is its whole other thing that we could do a whole podcast about, um, and how wild and nonsensical it all is, but, you know, we're here... We've got the nominees. We're just going to push through it. Yeah. So let's move to Um, original screenplay. Yes. Okay. So the nominees for original screenplay are The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Okay. So as an A24 fangirl, I'm excited to see First Reformed in here. 
Yes. I think that First Reformed was snubbed for the Golden Globes for, like, all other <laughs> awards yeah. this season. And it's really nice to see it actually get some sort of attention this award season from a big award show. Hey, the Good best the best movie of um, last year mm-hmm. was Get Out, and they only won original screenplay. True, so. true. Yeah, when Get Out won, I fell on the floor oh we were so excited <laughs> and I started weeping it just meant so much oh my goodness but this uh this category i mean i think it's pretty obvious that we don't love green book and vice <laughs> here's the thing there were so many amazing original stories this mm-hmm. year yeah why are we rewarding green why? book or vice i i don't understand like there this was one of the years where more than most years previously i very specifically saw a lot of great original stories yes and you would think that we would like to say i'm gonna award these good ones so we can have more of those please Mm -hmm. but instead we have Green Book and Vice in every single category that it's eligible for. It's ridiculous. Why? I say, okay, so I say I would replace Green Book and Vice both mm-hmm. and stick Searching, 8th Grade, and Sorry to Bother You in there before mm-hmm. any of them. Yes. Um, I also would like to replace Green Book and Vice with 8th Grade and Blind Spotting. I think in terms of screenplay in particular, Blind spotting is a masterpiece of words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eighth grade is one of the best original stories to have been told in the last couple of years, I think. Yep. And I just think, and you said searching. I agree with that too. That's when you talk original screenplay, like you can't forget about the original part of that. Right. And I just think. That I have seen movies like Green Book and Vice a hundred times already. And I've never Ugh. seen anything like Searching. I've never seen right. anything like Eighth Grade. I've never seen anything like Sorry to Bother You. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like Blind Spotting. But I, like I said, I, you know, you could mix up Green Book and Vice with The Post and Darkest Hour, and I would not care. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Huh. So, who do you think should win? <laughs> Okay, um, my should win is the favorite. I think that screenplay is mm-hmm. so tight and sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. And I think Roma will win. I'm not mad at that, but I do think mm-hmm. it will win. I think they're going to reward it as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be a cynic, but to get some good, like, pro-immigrant, anti-Trump speeches. Yes. <laughs> They'll yeah, probably I, do that. I feel that. Um, I think what should win, I think, is Roma. And I... I agree with you that what will win is Roma. They are really, I mean, they always love Alfonso, but Mm -hmm. I think especially this award season, they're really loving Alfonso. Um, And I think that they'll reward him as much as they can. And I am fine with it. Because Roma, Roma as an original screenplay, I mean, it's based off of his own life. And for him to have been able to take something that was so personal to him and make it so universal in the story that he told and to leave me completely shattered at mm-hmm. the end of the experience, I, I think it, it's really good. And then, of course, like, I agree with you that the favorite, you know, is up there, too, because that screenplay 
so good. So good. The most quotable movie of the year. <laughs> it waited 20 years to mm-hmm. come to us. Yes. And it was perfect. Blind Spotting waited like 10 years. Like, we just really need all these scripts that have been. <laughs> Bo Burnham's been working on eighth grade for years. Like, we just need more people to just spend decades writing one movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, not that the Academy will award them for it, but you know. Whatever. That's fine. All right, what is next? Director. Oh, arguably one of my favorite categories to speculate about. um, And I don't fully hate these nominations. They Uh, did not nominate Green Book. Everyone is shooketh. Everyone is shooketh, but also I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So the nominees for Best Director are Spike Lee, Paul Polakowski, Yorgos Lanthimos, Alfonso Cuaron, and Adam McKay. So I love Adam McKay. Don't get me, me wrong. Too. Like his comedies are fantastic. I loved The Big Short. Yeah. But I think mm. Adam McKay is trying to make important movies. And when you try to make an important movie, it kind of falls flat when you can see all of the gears turning. Um, in his brain of going, this is going to be it. Like, this is going to be the social commentary of the decade. I have done it. Um, And when you can see that being so obviously, like, the reach that he's doing, it kind of makes it feel a little disingenuine to me. I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I don't know, man. And, again, people are going to be like, y'all can't even comment because y'all haven't seen Vice. But <laughs> I like I get like I and I'm gonna see it and I'm gonna have opinions about it, but I think and I and I know the like difference between going and seeing a movie for yourself versus reading every single review. It's just it's I know it's different. But what I'm saying is every review that I have read doesn't make me want to see the movie. Right. <laughs> And so if so many people whose opinions and reviews I admire and respect and take into account, like if so many of those people have so many problems with this, then I probably am too because I've agreed with them on so many things in the past. And there's only so Um, many movies I can watch, you know? Yeah, and honestly, I see the trailers. The first time I saw the Vice trailer, it ended, and I just out loud in my theater went, what? (laughs) Like, why, why, why? Oh, okay. So I guess this means we're replacing Adam McKay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. So Who I decided. I decided to replace Adam McKay with Boots Riley. Um, mm. For sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. I think that movie was so incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out in the early year, and Boots Riley, kind of like we've been talking about, has had this vision for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. He created a world that was so insane but so close to the one we live in mm-hmm. and just really i mean that entire movie shook me it was mm-hmm. it was strong it was a creator with a deft hand when he has never directed anything in his life mm-hmm. so yes i would replace adam mckay with boots Randall. i feel that um i think i would replace adam mckay with either bo burnham 
because obviously I thought the eighth grade was so well directed. Like his direction was so clear. Mm-hmm. That entire movie, everywhere he, he wanted it to go, it went. Um, and there was never a question about what was going on in that movie. I just, he directed it so well. Or Lynn Ramsey for You Were Never Really Here. Mm. Can we get a woman in this category, please? It literally, there has not been a woman in this category since. Well, Greta Gerwig. Oh, right? but I mean, other than, you know, Greta's incredible feat in losing every award that she deserved last <laughs> year. Um, yes. Yeah, this this category is infamous for snubbing females left and right who absolutely deserve it. And I'm not saying you nominate a woman just so you have a woman. Yeah. But you nominate good directors and Women are great directors, too. Like, yeah, I don't Lynn Ramsey did a fantastic job with You Were Never Really Here. That movie was so unpleasant on purpose. Uh, yeah, I know. She somehow made you tense the entire time in all of the right places. And I just, I think that she directed that better than Spike Lee directed Black Klansman. I said it. Mm-hmm. I loved Black Klansman. I loved it. But, I mean, I think she deserves to be in here more than he does specifically yeah. for directing i don't know um who do you think should win your ghost your ghost yeah i i'm saying your ghost or alfonso should win um and i think that alfonso will win yeah yeah yep um actually i think bo burnham should win i think bo burnham should have been nominated and should win but you know who's to say whatever should we also mention like john krasinski snub for director because he actually he did, I mean, aside from his weird, like, the first 10 minutes of his movie, he directed a really tight, like, barely an hour and a half movie. Like, I, I agree. Um, especially for his first feature film. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it would have been nice for him to get a nomination. I think. I agree. It, it, I don't think it would have deserved to win. I think he knocked means. it out of the park, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so next we're going to do an actress in a supporting role. Yes, because they have right. to say it in that fancy way instead of exactly. just saying supporting actress. B-rate actress. No, <laughs> it's just actress in a supporting role. We've got Amy Adams. We've got Marina T- De Tavira. We've got Regina King. We've got Emma Stone. And we have Rachel Weiss. I like this category. Yes, I, yeah. I really do. I don't think I would replace anyone. Yeah, um, if we could have six nominations for this, I would like to add Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, she was the best part of that incredible movie. But I don't know if she scene. would be supporting wow. or lead. I think that she would have been considered supporting because I think John Krasinski's character, I don't know. It's very difficult to know with ensemble casts. I right. think that they're, they're having that same problem with the favorite this whole award season. Um, which I thought it was interesting that the SAG Awards, they at least were had a nod as an ensemble. Um, I'm glad that they nominated both Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. I don't think you can nominate one without the other. Right. I agree. And I, again, would just like to see them both on stage competing for the award as they do in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I I like this. This is the only category that I can get down with and of course it's the woman category (laughs) yes yeah you are all good you're all very good so 
I said that Regina King should win because I can't choose between mm. Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. <laughs> I literally avoided choosing Emma or Rachel specifically for that reason. Like, I, if I chose Emma, I would feel really guilty about not choosing Rachel. And if I chose Rachel, I'd feel really guilty about not choosing Emma. Yep. And I think maybe the Academy's going to have that same problem because of the way that the voting pool is. Um, because each member of their voting pool is going to have to rank who they think will win. Right. And I think that Emma and Rachel are going to split that vote so evenly that they don't actually have a chance to win. Yes. Because more, more of the votes are going to go towards two someone else which is sad but that's just the way the voting works yep but i don't know who will win this uh me either um i think that by the way marina should win uh her performance in roma stuck with me more than most performances Mm -hmm. this year um she played a character that was based off of of She played a character that was based off of Alfonso's mother, mm-hmm. and gosh dang it, she killed it. Ah! I'm obsessed. But yeah, I don't know who will actually win. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah, I think we're even okay with Amy Adams winning for Vice. Yeah, she's a treasure. She is a treasure, and she has been forgotten about this whole award season, so... Yeah, she didn't even get anything for Sharp Objects, right? I think she got, at the SAG Awards, she finally got something, but... Dang, it took a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we're fine with it. Supporting actress, actress in a supporting role, whatever. We're good. All right, we'll All right. move into that so supportive let's, actor. Yeah. Let's Let's move from arguably the best category of the year to the... I think worst category of the year. <laughs> I'm right we there were with really you. lacking in supporting actors this year, weren't we? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who were the supporting actor nominees? Okay, supporting actor, we got Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. <sighs> Great. Good on Sam Rockwell for getting nominated in the same category two years in a row. That's all I have <laughs> exactly. to say about that. Uh, last year, he deserved it. This year, not no. so sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So I would replace Sam Rockwell, actually. Um, and I would replace him either with Nicholas Holt and his incredibly joyful performance. <laughs> Just the most the ridiculous favorite. thing I've ever seen. I loved it. Exactly. Or on long... I mean... I, this is a stretch, I know, but that Gabe kid from eighth grade. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was just nominated and he like was did the whole award show thing and had to accept an award? Like how awkward that would be because that character is that actor in real That would life. be amazing. I would love oh, that. Wow. We love Gabe. Um, so, so who would you replace? I'd replace Richard E. Grant mm-hmm. um, with Nicholas Holt. Mm-hmm. Solely yeah. because Sam Rockwell doing a W impression, like, <laughs> whatever. I'm sure that's but fun. I, I, but I think that's just the thing is every clip I've seen, it very much looks like an impression. Mm-hmm. And I don't love awarding impressions. But as Nicholas Holt roles. for sure should have been in here. Yes. Ugh. 
We love he was Nicholas in the so favorite. incredible in the favorite. He was so good. Our little vampire, or not vampire, what is he, a zombie? A little zombie. zombie baby turned 18th century wig man. That's his true, him. that's his best role. We love him. So um, who okay, should who win? should win? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I was high-key upset when Sam Elliott was not nominated for a Golden Globe. Um, he was the best part of A Star is Born. He, even just his, like, driveway scene in that movie, if you've seen it, you know, um, just that two seconds in which he starts tearing up in the driveway made the entire movie for me. And I think that Sam Elliott should win. I mean, I love Eagleton Ron. Um, yes. I, I did not love A Star is Born, but I love Eagleton Ron. I watched The Big Lebowski yesterday. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite parts of that movie is The Stranger, so whatever. Sure, he Great. should win. Mahershala yeah. Ali's going to take it, so let's just move yeah, on. Yeah, Mahershala Ali is going to, because the Academy's going to think that they are doing a good thing. TM. So importante. They're going to be like, look at us. Pat's on the back for us. That's not the way to do it, guys. <laughs> Just so you know. Let's clink our champagne glasses. We have lots of money. We're very much saving Mahershala Ali's character, or character. We're saving Mahershala Ali's career and giving him this Oscar, much in the same way that his character is is professionally saved in the movie Green Book (laughs) by a white man. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about actress in a leading role. Woof. This is the worst this is the- <laughs> okay. I agree that it it okay. I'm just gonna the nominees <laughs> before Hand Lozier starts yelling and peaking our audio because <laughs> um, <laughs> we all know it's coming with this one. We all know the nominees are Yalitza Aparicio in Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy. For can you ever forgive me? Where is Tony Collette? The Oscars are scared. They the are scared. scared. Scary They're movies. a bunch of babies. I, I could not. <laughs> she gave a better performance than, yes, I will say it, anyone in this category. Anyone. I would replace Glenn Close, Lady Gaga, or Melissa McCarthy with Tony Collette. I would replace all of them with Tony Collette. Yeah, they can we just all have three nominees. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The Oscars are scared of scary movies, and Hereditary really didn't get any love. And I know I haven't seen it, but I even I know that it deserves attention. And I haven't even seen it. Like, what are these people thinking? They're just I mean they're just scared. Tony Collette, I'm telling you, that performance. Mm-hmm. There has not been anything to rival it in recent years. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It really just hurts, you it's know. It's upsetting. It's I've been upsetting. tweeting is... an Oscar for Tony uh-huh. for months. Yes. I. This is how I feel about Bo, Bo Barnum getting snubbed. I have I watched Hereditary like 14 times and made other yeah. people watch it. In order mm-hmm. to emphasize her performance. And this is just mm-hmm. bull. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. Yeah. I'd be mad too. 
I even in you know the little clips and trailers I've seen, I can tell that she did a better job than Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the heck? I also I haven't seen The Wife, and I am confused about how much attention it has been getting this award season. Yes, I it has flown completely under the like I not not have not only have I not seen it until this award season, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Like what is that? I have no idea. So I would also like to replace Glenn Close, but with like you know with Elsie Fisher, I just think it would be cute for her to be on. Yeah, I, d- I, I dig think that. She deserves it. Yeah, in her first role and or not? No, well, she's done roles. We have talked about this already. She was in Despicable Me, um, but yes. in her first like major motion picture, her as a human yes. role, Elsie Fisher. Um, Agreed. Who do you think should win? Olivia Coleman. Mm. That I mean, she just killed it, man. And I don't think she Mm -hmm. will. Um, I think that Yelitsa should win. I think. Did you know, by the way, that Yelitsa never acted a day before in her life, and she auditioned on a whim because her sister made her, and she didn't even know that it was an Alfonso movie. She didn't know what movie she was auditioning for. That's amazing. She didn't have any idea who Alfonso was. She didn't know what was going on. She was just so raw and, like, vulnerable that Alfonso saw her audition and was like, yep, that's that's her. That's it. She's she's it. That's awesome. Ugh. So I think she should win. I think Glenn Close will win if the other awards, uh, awards this past season are any indication. Yeah. Did you hear that Glenn Close and Lady Gaga had a tie <laughs> at the satellite? How does that happen? I also, I don't know. I, I know you didn't love The Stars Born, but Lady Gaga was great in it, and I think that this nomination for her is deserved. I thought that her performance in it was incredible. I thought that Sam Elliott's performance was the best performance of that movie. Lady Gaga's was second best, and Lady Gaga's best friend was third best, and that Bradley Cooper's performance was easily the worst part of that movie, oh and it was his gosh. movie. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Actually, we'll get to that right now. Yeah. Lead actor. actor. In a leading role. <laughs> Christian uh, Bale for advice. None of us saw this coming. An old man yelling in prosthetics. A surprise. What? Um, Bradley Cooper, a star is born because he patted Another those. surprise. He patted those backs and served those brunches. Uh, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, which nobody has ever uh, heard of. Well, I well, I was about to say this is a surprise, but I and I haven't seen it, but I actually want to. It's a story about Van Gogh, and huh. Willem Dafoe is our boy Van Gogh. I have never heard of this movie. Yeah. I mean, I love Willem Dafoe. His uh, best performance since Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a dolphin in Aquaman. All right, continue. Okay, last two. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Viggo Mortensen oh. for Green Book. This entire, I mean, aside from Willem Dafoe, which I didn't see coming because I didn't think that the Academy paid attention to at Eternity's Gate, um, aside from him... This entire category is so predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, these are the people that are nominated for this. Like, what? I know. What? What? So, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, this is this is some basic Golden Globes nonsense. Uh, the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I would replace, I literally, you could like roll the dice and I'd replace any of them with John Cho. Yeah. And his role in searching. I, I mean, his performance was incredible. And that's the tea. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, I would replace any of them with John Cho as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. Rami probably should win just because he acted so yeah. hard in that movie, you know? He really did act. Um, he, in a hot mess of a movie, was the best part of it. Um, he wore those fake teeth and he really acted he a lot. did. He did some acting, um, which is... I guess fine here. That's what this category <laughs> I mean, is that, for. This category is just like, yeah, I mean, they did act, I guess. I mean, mm. sure. Did Vigo really act, though? <laughs> or was he just playing himself a little bit? Who knows? Or what he wants himself to be. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think Christian Bale will win, I think. I think Bradley Cooper will. <sighs> yeah. I think... At this, I literally think any of these humans could win, and I'm just like, all right, mm-hmm. it's really up for grabs here. I don't know if Willem has a chance, but good for him for hanging in there. If nothing else, I'm so excited that he's been nominated because we get more Willem reaction gifs. Oh, they're good of him just sitting in the audience, just hating everyone around him. When when they tried to give him a flu shot. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. He was terrified. Oh he was about to run out. I think out. this is the Academy apologizing to him for not giving the Florida Project more awards last year mm-hmm. um, when it did, in fact, deserve every award. And so the Academy's like, ah, oh, crap. Willem. <laughs> All right. The big one. What? It was a drum roll with my mouth. Good. Good, good. Okay. Best... Flippin' picture. (laughs) So we've got Black Panther. We've got Black Klansman. We've got Bohemian Rhapsody. We've got The Favorite. We've got Green Book. We've got Roma. We've got A Star is Born. And we've got Vice. This, in comparison to last year's Best Picture list... Ridiculous. Just, what is... what? Like, there were great movies this year, guys. This I promise that you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it by this list. Like, you wouldn't know that this move, this year was great for movies if you just handed someone your Best Picture nominees list. Yep. These... This ain't it, y'all. This ain't it. Like... Nope. Like, okay. I'm just... I know this is not what we're, like, planning on doing, but... Best picture, if you're going to be nominated as the best movie of the year, we're just going to go. Okay, start at the top. Black Panther. That's not even the best Marvel movie of this year. It's not even the best Marvel movie of the year. Infinity War was better, I thought. Like, I, like, uh, what, what is this? And I understand that, like, its cultural impact was incredible. Yeah, does it make it the best movie of the year, though? No, Venom had good cultural impact. <laughs> Bird Box had good cultural impact. Dang. Doesn't mean I it's just, the best picture of the year. It's just... Uh, Black Panther was very okay. 
It was very okay. And I know that I'm going to get so much hate <laughs> for that. But y'all gotta like watch it separate from the hype. I'm right realize, there with you. Yeah, realize that that dialogue, messy as heck, that plot didn't make any sense. T'Challa why, is why? the most boring character in his the own most, movie. Like, Killmonger deserved his own movie. It's very hard to watch a movie when you sympathize with the villain. The women of completely. Black Panther were far better than yes. T'Challa. Yes. <laughs> At and, every point. I mean, like, yeah, cinematography was great, good, but, like, we, like, you killed the main character and expected me to feel sad that the main character was dead, even though I knew that he was going to come back to life at some point, because nowhere in this movie did you show me that we had stakes. I just, whatever. Okay. Black Klansman. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's Spike Lee's best movie, I think. You know what's not fine? What's not fine? Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian freaking Rhapsody, the most boring concert movie of the year. Oh my gosh. If you want to watch a great concert movie, Taylor Swift's Reputation is on Netflix. <laughs> watch that. Would you replace Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody with? <laughs> yes. I would replace Rami Malek with Taylor Swift <laughs> any day. I love that. Oh my goodness. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was a hot mess it was a hot mess strung together by really cool studio scenes yeah yeah that's it i mean they didn't even include the part where uh where roger threatened to mm-hmm. or locked himself in a closet and refused to come out until they put i'm in love with my car on the album <laughs> like and honestly what is a story about queen without that seriously Why? Bohemian Rhapsody was a hot mess, um, it was, and it was I stand fun, by it. but not best picture. Not not the best, by any means. Um, apparently, though, it was the best drama, <laughs> according to the Golden Globes. The only drama in that movie was the fact that I sat next to a man who covered his face with his jacket when um freddie mercury started making out with a guy <laughs> as if he didn't realize that freddie mercury is a queer icon of like <laughs> this whole generation like this man next to me was visibly upset not to mention like, what that, movie not what? to mention that this movie completely forgets that freddie mercury refused to label himself as one thing or another and yeah he's just gay just completely forgot yeah they were like we know what freddie mercury is and it's this and we're like no that ain't it Ah, whatever. Ugh. The favorite. We love it. Y'all we know. We love the favorite. Favorite deserves this. Mm-hmm. We love the favorite. Um, Green Book. Mm. It is... There are some movies that exist only to make white people feel good so that they can put themselves in the shoes of the main character and go, if I were that character and I lived back in that day, I too would be not a racist. It's just bad because everyone knew exactly what this movie freaking yeah. was the minute it came out. The second oh, yeah. I saw a preview, I was like, oh, that's called Oscar bait. Yeah. And the funniest part is that it's such Oscar bait. And, and of course, it's been nominated for Best Picture. But all of the bad press surrounding it, like, like Viggo the director. being, like, outright just racist in interviews... Yeah, one of the writers had a lot of, like, 
stuff from his past come out um and it's had it's had just a lot of press maharshala ali is the only reason that this is still in the running that this train is still going yeah exactly all of the all of the press is terrible oh somebody i thought there was like a really funny tweet that was just like green book is an example of how to have the worst possible press for your movie (laughs) it's so bad oh my goodness Green Book, yeah, okay. Best Roma. comedy of the year, Green Book. Best comedy of the year, Green Book. Best musical or comedy. <sighs> All right, Roma. Obviously, I'm fine with this. Is that Netflix's first ever Best Picture nomination? Oh, did um did Mudbound get nominated for Best Picture? Or was it just, like, the soundtrack and some actors? I don't think it was a Best Picture nominee. I don't think so. Okay, so then, yeah. Exciting! Netflix, good for you. And if we're wrong, please tell us. Anyone that isn't Disney or Comcast. We're We're tired. Yeah. Um, Roma is great. I think that everybody and their mother should see it. Um, I just flippin' loved it. It's also nominated for um, Best Foreign Film. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be really cool if, like, it took Best Picture and then one of the other incredible foreign movies of this year got to take that one because, yeah. you know, like, it'd be really cool. But, you know, okay, A Star is Born. I loved it. Handlers or didn't. That's it. A remake <laughs> of a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake yeah. is one of the best mm-hmm. movies of 2018? I think not. But whatever. I strongly stand by the fact that if Lady Gaga was not in this movie, I wouldn't have cared. Um, I thought that her performance was great. I love Lady Gaga. I thought that she did a really great job. Um, But other than that, it's really just kind of like Bradley Cooper nosying up to a bunch of... Schmoozing! Just being like, hey, I'll buy you brunch. I'll send some flowers to your house. You want you want to come hang out with me for a whole day? Sure, but you got to vote for a star is born. Schmoozy boy. Yeah, and I thought some it was really interesting that somebody pointed this out where somebody was asking why is Lady Gaga mentioning Bradley Cooper in every acceptance speech, every interview? Like she keeps saying, um, "Thank you to Bradley Cooper for directing this movie. Our director, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, the director." Um, and I think it's because she knows, and they all know, that as long as Bradley Cooper's name stays at the forefront of this movie's press, it'll get an Oscar. 99 people in a room don't have to believe in you if there's just one. I don't know the quote. It's stupid. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, I liked it. Um, I liked it, but I don't think it was the best picture of the year. Absolutely not. And that's, that's the whole point of this. That's what makes me more mad about this category than anything. Is I'm like, yeah, these were all great movies. Was it the best of the year? Absolutely not. Um, and then Vice. We talked about that enough. Yeah. All right. So what would you replace? I would replace Green Book or Hot Take, A Star is Born, mm. with Eighth Grade. Yeah. Um, I would replace the entire list, <laughs> honestly with eighth grade um except for like roma and the favorite um but if i had to choose i hot take would replace black panther with eighth grade i'm sorry i'm not the only reason i didn't was because exciting to see a marvel movie nominated but i would replace black panther with avengers infinity war yeah 
Yeah, like why like why this one? You know what I mean? Like it's just <sighs> I Like did y'all watch Thor Ragnarok? Seriously. I'm gonna guess not. It's available on your Netflix account if you'll stop being a lazy bum. Uh, okay, so should win the favorite uh, Roma. Yeah, those are interchangeable, interchangeable to me. I could say yeah. either. Yeah, those are the best. But we'll win. A stir yeah, is burn. Song. Yeah, we're tired of it. <laughs> we're already tired of a it. A remake of a remake of a remake. There were so many good original films this year. So uh, many. Yeah. So many good. Just. Just good movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all you gotta do is pick a, a good movie. <laughs> Please. That's all we want. Uh, <sighs> Alright. So, do we have any thoughts on any other categories? Um, in short, I'll say... Bill Street was stubbed. Yeah. Bill Street should have been in Best Picture for sure. Mm-hmm. It should have been. He should have been nominated for best director. Yep. Yep. I. I mean, it definitely should win for original score. That score made me feel things. Mm-hmm. That was the most haunting score, um, that I had ever heard. Um, you ready for me to like make your ears bleed? <sighs> Always. I love that on this podcast. Oscar-nominated film Solo: A Star Wars Story. <laughs> I'm so upset. Joins the ranks of Oscar-nominated film Suicide Squad. Um, I'm sorry, did you mean Oscar-winning film Suicide Squad? I hate everything. Why did did the Academy hate me? Uh. I am so upset because Solo, A Star Wars Story, is the worst movie I saw all year. The absolute worst worst is at the bottom of my whole list and yet and yet (laughs) it won Uh, or it it got a nomination over mm -hmm. the movies that were forgotten about Mm -hmm, which are mm -hmm. eighth grade (sighs) widows you were never really here (laughs) beale street oh wait no we just thought that got snubbed it did get some nominations it got a nomination. Annihilation. <laughs> like two, I think. Hereditary. Oh, mm-hmm. Searching. Mm-hmm. Didn't even get an editing nomination. Yeah. Arguably one of the most difficult films to edit mm-hmm. of Absolutely. the century. And that's one of the things. Uh, there's, so the film editing category is always the category I'm most confused about. Mm-hmm. Because I never understand what movies they not Like, all the movies that are ever nominated for el- for editing, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, other than they were like, well, that's a movie. We don't quite know what film editing is either. So we'll just put that there because we liked it. Yeah. Um, the only nomination I understand in the editing category this year is the favorite. Yes. Um, but gosh dang it, searching yep. didn't like searching deserves that award and I because I don't think they even saw it. That's the thing. None of those old men saw searching. True. And then yeah, Beale Street wasn't entirely forgotten about, but it definitely was forgotten about enough for the categories it deserved that I'm considering it having been forgotten about. I mean, I would give actor nominations to every 
lead actor like in that film yeah yeah i would give dave franco a supporting role nomination. oh my gosh did that not I just tear your heartstrings i i i would give the random lady that owns the shop on the street a nomination yeah like i would get i would give most people in that whole movie her sister her sister in that movie i just oh my goodness I, she was amazing oh, oh my gosh yeah, and then um, oh, what's his name? Oh my goodness, he was in, he was in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse this year. He was also in Wall oh! Street. He was also in um, Widows. He has this three year. names. He does. He's one of those that has three names. Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, Brian Tyree Henry didn't get a single nomination. It hurts. Of, for any of it. He deserved a nomination for Beale Street. He deserved a nomination for Into the Spider-Verse. He deserved the heck out of a nomination for Widows. Why didn't Widows get any attention? Ah! Okay, we're going full in. Are you ready? Ready. My hottest hot take. Got the it. The spiciest, the ghost pepper of hot takes. I love a ghost pepper. Great. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was genuinely better than Every single film, bar none, yes. in the best picture category. Every film. Yes. Fight yes. me. Why are animated films not best picture films? Why? Because I think that when people... this And this has been something that I've been yelling about <laughs> for a long time. But animated movies are not just for children. Mm-mm. And even if they were just for children, that doesn't mean they can't be the best movie of the dang year. Seriously. <laughs> Paddington what? 2! <sighs> that I wasn't just, an animated film, but that was a kid's film. It was, yeah, but I just, I don't understand why animated movies are automatically, like, not considered yeah. for best picture, when it easily was, in fact, the best picture. I mean... I'm upset. I would watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse every day, mm-hmm. probably for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I would rather not watch probably the vast majority of these Best Picture nominations ever again. Yeah, Yeah, I fully agree. I'm upset. You're upset. We're all upset. The Academy, the Academy is just there at this point. They should, they should really Um, work on coming back around. Last year was pretty good. This year is a tragedy. It was like we decided to take two steps forward and three steps back. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Um, I will say, though, as much as I ranted about Black Panther, the the award it does absolutely deserve is costume. Mm-hmm. She did her research. I've seen that, that, that feature. It's amazing. Yes. Where she just like drew from all these african tribes and she made them like technologically like i I don't know like she she made these traditional costumes look futuristic in the coolest way and she deserves it she absolutely deserves it um mary queen of scots will lose makeup and hair to vice which is unnecessary but it'll happen that vice was like a feature-length film of all those tutorials that are like Transformation into Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> uh, Transformation into Michael Jackson. It was like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. a feature-length film. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love the sound categories. I always find sound 
category is so fascinating. Um, and Roma should win for the sound mixing and Quiet Place for editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if Quiet Place won for editing. Holy cow. That would be the best. That, I think I called that. Like, the second I watched that movie, I was like, Quiet Place for editing. That was the editing. last one they announced in that category. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. honestly was like, are they? <laughs> are you going to say it? <laughs> are they going to not? nominated quiet place excuse me um and then roma i don't know because i haven't seen it like just watching it on netflix so i don't know if it translates um but when i saw it in theaters there was so much attention to detail in that sound mixing in which if a child was in front of the camera and like was running around and say they ran around the camera um, you could hear their laughter like circling around you in the theater. Oh my gosh, that's so um, cool. Yeah, and if a character went off screen to the right a little bit and they like yelled out, you'd hear them off to the right a little bit. Oh, sick. Um, and then there were moments where like in a like quiet scene, a character like is whispering and you really feel like they're just right there whispering to you. And the sound mixing was so good. So if Roman doesn't win, then I'm revolting. <sighs> This whole award show is revolting. It is, except for the foreign language category. For some reason, the foreign language category this year is impeccable because mm-hmm. we've got Roma, we've got shoplifters, shoplifters, and we've got Cold War. Wow! 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 Cool. Do you uh, do you care about shorts? <laughs> no, I don't. I care about shorts. I just don't care about the ones that the Oscars tend to nominate. Agreed. I'm right there with you. Um, Last year, didn't like a like a basketball player win? Oh yeah, Michael Jordan. Was <laughs> it basket- Michael Jordan? <laughs> Michael Jordan, a basketball. The only player. basketball player I can name. It was Michael <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Um, I didn't even know what that meant. This year, the only short that I know of is Bow, and I'm here for that to win every award. That it lady eats her child. Cute. Love it. It was the best part of Incredibles too. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I just don't understand. I also think that, um, like, in we'll see in the next coming years, either the Academy Awards needs to get its act together or people are going to just start, like, not caring. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, it came out recently that, like, like, the SAG Awards, like, released this open letter to the Oscars where the Academy Awards were blocking people from presenting at other award shows like margot robbie declined to present an award at the golden globes because she wanted to be able to present at the academy awards like that seems sketchy as heck that is sketchy yeah and so all sorts of like politics are happening behind the scenes to where i think people are just like over their crap you mm-hmm. know um they also announced that they were going to do a popular film category, and then everyone hated L- it so much that o- they literally said, L- "No, just never mind." Remember when Instagram did an update, and then they like made it not the update so quickly <laughs> because so many people hated it. It was that, but with the popular film category. <laughs> like, and then they they announced it, and then they were like, "No, just kidding." You know, conspiracy kidding. theory. That's why Black Panther got nominated because they mm-hmm. were too embarrassed by the fact mm-hmm. that they tried to introduce that for Black oh, yeah. Panther, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think I think it was Ethan Hawke. I tweeted about it, and I can't remember, but. Somebody had a really great point where they were like, 
the popular category already exists. It's called the box office. Ooh, yeah. Like, we don't need, like, the Oscars are for giving a platform for these movies that other people might not have spent all their money on. And your prize, you popular films, it shouldn't be an Oscar. It's your, like, Tesla. Like, yeah, it's a ridiculous your amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't freaking need this Oscar. Like, you already won popular film. Especially, in, like, in you know what? Office. I can go, like, 10 years back and read Oscar nominations, which I love mm-hmm. to do. I love studying, yes. like, old Oscar awards shows. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I can go back and read those nominations and find movies that I've never heard of. Yes. So, and you know what I did hear of? But, like the best the the best in the box office yeah so box exactly. office your fame lives forever dude nobody's ever gonna forget yeah. about avengers infinity war you don't right. have to create a new oscars category yeah to celebrate them right like black You'll- panther is was an incredible like tribute to like co- what we can do with these comic book movies mm-hmm. and like what they mean in the culture that they are surrounding but that being said gosh dang it you were able to spend millions and millions of dollars to get people to watch your movie roma on the other hand never will have that you know and so it's like what like eighth grade i I just i don't know they didn't have a24 doesn't have the money to sling around yeah like that's what that's that's why I think people were so livid about the popular film categories because they were like, "What are we, the Teen Choice Awards? Like, we don't need mm-hmm. this. We don't need. We have many other ways to award popular movies. Like, this is not the time to award what's popular. It's to award what is genuinely the best." So I have to say, I'm gonna make a declaration. I guess a, a final thought of yes. sorts. <laughs> yes. If next year is this bad, I will not be engaging with it. Mm. like this was so disappointing to me and just i yeah next year we've got us by jordan peele happening we've got little women by greta gerwig happening like we you know we're 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 back to those like first time people coming out with their like sophomore movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so maybe they'll save us all Maybe maybe so I'm excited to watch this award show with no host. How? This is the first time that this award show hasn't had a host since, like, the 70s or something, I think. Yeah. And I don't know how that's going to work. But you know what? The Golden Globes, I love Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh, but they added literally nothing to that show. That's, yeah. I love them so much. But, well, nothing could have added to that. That train wreck. But, like, but, like, I don't know, like... Do you need a host? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we will. (laughs) On February 24th. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. Um, But what I do know is Kevin Hart is shook. (laughs) That was a whole mess. A whole mess. Uh, I think that's just another, like, thing that's surrounding the Oscars right now, that they're trying to, like, put out fires everywhere, is that they're like, oh, crap, we, yeah, it got out that we were blocking people from presenting awards, oh, man, we can't find a presenter, or a a host. Ironic that they are selfish with their presenters, but can't find a host. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. Well, guys, 
There's no BuzzFeed quiz this week because... We couldn't come up with one. We also just don't have the energy anymore. We're done. This has taken every bit of what we can offer to you. Next week, let's come back around to celebrating actually good films because the Oscars sure didn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, are we going to do our good bad movies (laughs) to follow this up? Please! I haven't gotten to talk about Venom on the podcast yet. Ah! Okay. Y'all don't um, even know. Next time we're going to talk about good bad movies. Just because apparently that's what the Oscars like doing too. (laughs) (laughs) Those No, for a good bad movie to be good bad, it has to be enjoyable for the opposite of what it was trying to do. And these movies aren't even enjoyable. These movies knew exactly what they were trying to do. They just did not achieve it. It just doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, We are going to put out our full predictions on our Cinema Rolls Twitter account. Um, Probably not right away, but at some point. Um, And so follow us on Twitter at Cinema Rolls Pod so that you can argue with us and tell us how wrong we are. (laughs) Send in your ballots. Um, We will be creating an Oscar ballot that will go on our Twitter, um, or you can send in your own. We're not picky. Um, Send it in to cinemarollspod at gmail.com, and we will talk about it the episode after the Oscars. Yes. Um, What movie are you looking forward to right now? Ooh, I I know it's stupid. I'm going to go see Glass this week, so... Ah! (laughs) So we shall see. I don't trust him Knight not to mess it wow. up. Did I say this last week? Did I say glass last week? I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. No, last week we we were very excited about um, Us by Jordan Peele. Yeah, it's January. It's kind of a wasteland. Yeah. There's not yeah, a lot of good is. movies in January. That's the it tea. It is. We're going to have a lull after this awards season. Like, this is the post-Academy Awards season slump is my least favorite time of the year. But it's the time to catch up. Catch up. On all of the movies you missed. Um, I'm excited to see Shoplifters. I'm going to go see it yay! this week. And I am so ready. The trailer already has made me cry. So it's going to be good. <laughs> ready for a good movie cry, guys. All right. That's it. Uh, mm. At the Academy, if you're listening, um, please do better. But also, if you want to come on the podcast, that's okay, too. Hashtag Academy. Hashtag an Oscar for Tony. I will never get over it. Hashtag an Oscar for Bo. My I Twitter will name never right get now, over it. My Twitter name never. right now is Bo Burnham deserves an Oscar. Should I go change that? Deserved. Oh, Past tense. Bo Burnham deserved. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. I'm crying now. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is not how the cinema should roll.